Hey everybody, this is Hunter Williams, and today is going to be episode 39 of the NeuroEdge podcast. And this is one that I've been wanting to do for a long time now, but I wanted to make sure I had all my research down and actually just finished reading a book to make sure that I am well-versed in it and can talk about it in a manner that makes sense <clears throat> and also in a way that I feel comfortable that I'm conveying it in a way. But anyway, today is going to be seven reasons that you need to walk barefoot on the earth every single day. And what I mean by that is actually just going outside and walking with no shoes on, no socks on, and just being barefoot on the earth. And this is a concept that is getting a lot of traction out, and it's called grounding or earthing. And I actually just finished reading this book. It's called Earthing. It's kind of reversed right there, but it's called Earthing. It's by Clint Over and Stephen Sinatra. And it's this idea and notion that we as human beings are made to be in direct contact with Earth's surface. We have all these chemical and electrical processes that are taking place in our body, and they are more able to function at a higher level when we are in direct contact with Earth's surface. And if you've never heard of this before, it sounds kind of crazy. And when I first started doing it, it's probably been close to... I don't know, probably eight to 12 months since I really started making this a practice in my life. And it sounds kind of crazy at first. You think, oh, that's that doesn't make sense. Why would being in direct contact with the Earth's surface make me any healthier or actually change any physiological processes that are going in my body? However, once you start to do it and you get in the habit of doing it, you realize the benefits that it creates. And some people notice it right away. Some people, it may take longer. It kind of depends on your level of health, where you're at. I think people that may have more inflammation probably notice results faster than someone like myself that is uh, more into biohacking, how to become the healthiest version of myself when you're doing a lot of stuff. You might not notice it right away, but definitely over time, implementing a practice of it, I have seen huge improvements. So before I jump on into everything, I just wanted to say thank you for tuning in to this episode. If you're watching this, I always want to send my sincerest gratitudes to you if you're listening to this, and hopefully this is useful. But if you get any utility out of anything I say, please sign up for my email newsletter and uh, like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff on YouTube. And if you can't leave a review on iTunes, podcast, Spotify, all that stuff, you can go on there and leave a review. That helps the rankings so that more people get the message out about how to be healthier, how to improve their mental performance, how to have more energy, focus, and clarity. So again, always going to say that at the beginning. But again, if you get any sort of utility, please let me know. All right. Now, before I get into the seven ways that earthing is beneficial, I actually want to talk about the concept of what it is and give a little bit of a scientific background. So there is a lot of deep science when you go into physics and everything about how this actually works. And I am by no means a scientist. So I'm not going to sit here and try to tell you that I understand 100% of how electrical systems work or how the body works. What I do know is kind of a top level view. And hopefully this is a good intermediary between someone who's tried to read books about or who's read books about it and try to understand it better and then someone has no knowledge. So think about it like this. Our body, so our human body is a battery. And just like a battery has to have a positive and negative charge to have current running through it to function properly, our body is no different. 
And think about our body as having a, think about the atmosphere around us as having a positive charge and the earth as having a negative charge. And our body is the intermediary. Our body is the battery in between those. So above in the air, positive charge, earth, negative charge. Our body in between is the battery. And in order to be functioning at the best possible level, we have to be the intermediary. So we have to be connected with both. We're upright and we're in the air, but we're also need to be connected to the ground in order for our body to be functioning at the highest level possible. So it's no different than a battery. It has to have both ends, the positive and the negative, in order for current to be running through it and the battery to be functioning. However, the problem is for thousands and thousands of years, this was a normal thing that humans did. So humans normally had their feet on the ground and were walking around and carrying, a, carrying on. That's how they did business. And then if they had shoes, they were still conductive. So they might have been leather or something that weren't rubber and didn't prevent them from having the electrical contact with the earth. So for thousands of years, humans have done this. And now you look to the last hundred years, everybody has rubber shoes on. We live indoors. We don't touch the earth's surface. And think about, depending on what your lifestyle and job situation is, how many times do you actually, on a regular basis, without having to go out of your way, are you going to be barefoot on the earth? Chances are probably none. I know before I became conscious of this, I didn't have any reason to be barefoot on the earth. Even if I liked being outside, I always had shoes on when I was outside. So think about that. Think about how infrequently you actually come into contact with the earth. And for thousands of years, humans were in contact with the earth, with the earth pretty much throughout the whole day. So it wasn't something they were doing. And now we have removed ourselves from that. So this idea that our body is a battery, that we have all these electrical processes that spark the precursors for everything that takes place in our body, we're removing ourselves from having that positive and negative charge where in the air there's positive and then in the earth there's negative. And when you're connected to the earth, that helps to ground you out to allow all of those processes in your body to take place at the right level and the proper function that they're supposed to. So that's kind of how it works. If you understand the body as an electrical vehicle, you understand that every neuron, every cell and everything at the base root of their motion is an electrical current. In order for them to be functioning highest and best use for what they're doing, they need to be in direct contact with the earth's surface. So think about that. What you do when you're in direct contact with the earth is basically like grounding just as you would an appliance or anything like that. You are getting a negative charge. Our bodies are naturally, when we're not connected, only going to have a positive charge and they're not in direct contact with the earth's surface to negate that positive charge to have a neutral charge. And you can try this out if you put a voltage meter, they have little ones that you can test on your skin to see what the charge is of your body. You can notice when you do it, when you're grounded, when you're in direct contact with our surface and when you're not. So that is the high level of overview. Again, I don't understand the exact physics and can explain those with diagrams and everything, but I do know after reading these books, doing all my research, my own experience, the simplest way and the simplest model that I've come to understand is the human body is a battery and that battery is going to function better when we are charged by being in direct contact with the earth's surface. So, and it's also important to understand that everything that takes place in our body, 
all the systems that boil down to how our systems work and everything are going to come from electrical processes. So that is the thousand foot overview of earthing. Now let's get into the seven ways that it is actually beneficial for you. So again, I just finished this book and there's all these scientific studies that go around this. So everything that I'm talking about in these seven ways is going to have studies to back it up and you can go through the book and look at them. But the number one thing, I think this is huge because this is one of the biggest killers of people is it reduces the risk of cardiovascular disease. And the way it does that in all these studies is it actually reduce the thickness and viscosity of people's blood. So when you earth, when you make a practice of going outside and the, usually the minimum effective dose is gonna be 20 minutes a day, obviously you would wanna be on the earth's surface 24 seven and that's not possible, but you can get things like a grounding mat where you lay on that and that simulates inside in your house on your mattress, being in contact with earth's surface. I always say at least 20 minutes a day is going to be the minimum effective dose and then as much as you can after that, is going to be important. But what it did in this one study is it actually reduced the thickness of people's blood and viscosity. So what that means is it reduces the risk of clotting and what causes heart attacks. Well, it's when people's blood clots and then their arteries get clogged and they have a heart attack. So think about that. Not changing diet, not changing anything else that we think of as being the way to cure heart disease. This actually helped with blood being thinner. So if you want to reduce your risk of cardiovascular disease, obviously all your lifestyle choices are going to affect that. But one of the most important things you can do is actually be in direct contact with our surface. And this isn't going to change, require any sort of habit change, any sort of diet change, anything like that. Just doing that alone is going to have enough effect. So I thought that was pretty powerful. And especially if someone, if you are later on in life where you're trying to really be conscious of that. And I think it's kind of, for regardless of what age you are, you need to be aware of that given everything that's in our environment, but it's even more important that you're conscious of that going on. So pretty powerful that it actually reduced the thickness of people's blood. Number two is that actually, this is cool just being an athlete, it actually prevented muscle breakdown during exercise. So they did a study, people that exercised while they were in direct contact with earth's surface, i.e. barefoot, actually had reduced amount of muscle breakdown from being in contact with direct, being in direct contact with earth's surface, which I thought was pretty powerful because I've been an athlete my whole life. And most of the time I always had cleats or shoes on when I was exercising. But to think that if all I would have done, or at least as much as I could given the circumstances is trained while being in direct contact with the earth's surface grounded, I would have been so much better off and from our recovery standpoint, because it prevents the breakdown of muscle tissue, thereby we've been able to train without having the same negative effect of soreness and all that stuff. So thought that was pretty powerful. And especially if you're an athlete, something to think about, and obviously not every situation are you going to be able to train grounded, but if you can, to any extent, try to at least run. And also I've noticed since I've been doing this, I try to run outside barefoot is the buildup of your muscles and your feet that we take a lot for granted because we've been wearing shoes. So thought that was really, really powerful. Next thing, and I thought this was pretty cool, is that it regulates the correct functioning of the nervous system and positively influences electrical, electric, electrical activity of the brain. Had a little hiccup there in my brain. 
Um, but anyway, what it does is it positively influences our nervous system and then it's going to affect how the electrical firing of neurons in our brain actually operate. And again, it goes back to this idea of the human body being a battery. So if everything that takes place in our brain, and again, this, my passion is studying how do we improve mental performance to get better energy, focus, and clarity. And all that's going to stem from how our brain is functioning because our brain, how the health of our brain is going to relate to how we feel about ourselves, the choices that we make, and then that's going to interplay into how all of our health systems work throughout our body. Mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, physiological, all that. And if you're not setting the right precursors for your brain, you're fighting an uphill battle. And that's what I like to talk about all the time is a lot of people get caught up on this idea of, oh, I need more self-discipline. I need I need to be have more structure in place and all that. And it's actually... That is a key component, but it's actually removing all the things that are causing the blocks towards self-discipline so that everything becomes easy, so that you make it easy on yourself and you're not fighting an uphill battle where you're tempted with things that are going to detract from whatever your goals are and whether that's losing fat or building muscle or just want, trying to have a better, be better performing in your job, whatever it is, you have to set the precursors right so that you're not fighting an uphill battle so that you are on the road straight instead of trying to climb a mountain. You want to be on flat land so you're not making it hard against yourself. And so again, this goes back to the idea of setting the precursors in your brain. So if you have brain fog or you're experiencing something like that, what can you look at in your life that is an obstacle to you for, for having the brain fog rather than what kind of supplement you take or what kind of pill that you can take to keep doing what you're doing and then get better results. It usually is fixing the root cause rather than looking for something external to fix it. But if we look at earthing, what it actually does is it regulated people's electrical activity in their brain better. So if you think about the brain as being the precursor for all the decisions that we make, when you're regulating, when you're going to the root level and affecting how your neurons are firing electrically, you're going to make better decisions and your brain's going to be Healthier. So I thought that was pretty powerful and something that I'm always conscious of is how do I, again, make it easy on myself, but set up all the foundations so that whatever I want to pursue, I can pursue at 100%. And what it did was allowed people's neurons, again, because the idea of the battery, when you're functioning better down to an electron level, your brain is going to fire properly. And then all the centers of your brain, it's kind of a domino effect where they start to function better. So not only with cardiovascular health, but with your brain health, that's going to be one of the most important things. And again, it gets deeper than that, but I just want people to understand that if you want your brain to work better at a root level, one of the easiest hacks, tricks, tactics that you can do is just walk barefoot for at least 20 minutes a day. And then if you can get a grounding mat to sleep so that you're at least getting the eight hours that you're sleeping, hopefully eight hours, uh, grounded during that time. Uh, the next thing was the idea of HRV. So I don't want to go too deep in this because you could go really into the weeds about what HRV is, but HRV is basically heart rate variability. And that's the difference in time between what your heart beats. And you want that to, you want to have the highest or you want to have better scores of HRV and earthing actually improved that. And the reason that's important is because HRV is an indicator slash 
kind of measurement tool that we can use to look at our autonomic nervous system, which is the nervous system that we don't control, which is distinguished between parasympathetic and sympathetic. So if you're in a sympathetic state, that's your flight or fight, where, in your, where you're in survival. Parasympathetic is when you're relaxed, you're chilled out, you're not worried about anything. And the better your HRV, the more likely you are to have better, uh, better autonomic nervous system function, which means that you're not going to be stuck in flight or fight mode where you're surviving, but you're easily able to move back and forth in between. So you might want to be, or you want to be, you want to have little brief periods of being in sympathetic. That's when you're working out, when you're doing something stressful, and then you move out of that and then you're relaxed and chill. And that's the way that the body interplays. What you don't want is to have that sympathetic response over an extended period of time where you're stressed out 24 seven, you're always worried about stuff. So, that's kind of a rabbit hole. But what Earthing did is actually improved heart rate variability. So when they looked at people, and again, this is not changing anything else. So this is not changing sleep patterns. This is not changing uh, diet, exercise, anything like that. Simply the fact of being in direct contact with, Earth, with Earth's surface improved heart rate variability. And so if you can improve your HRV, you're going to be able to improve how you manage stress, how you feel, what your mood is and everything. And so I thought that was really powerful. It kind of goes down to a physiological level, but also manifest into the psychological of how we feel about ourselves, our mood and everything like that. So if you want to improve that side of things, again, easy trick, just go barefoot. And if you ever noticed, being at the beach, this is just a side note, being at the beach, you're more earthed than you are at any point in time because you're in the sand and then also salt water, the charge of salt water is one of the most high it's one of the most weight i'm not sure the best scientific term to explain it but you're most earth when you're on sand and then salt water and then think about how many times are you at the beach and you're really upset i know if you're at the beach you're probably on vacation anyway but think about it and it's kind of true i know when i'm at the beach you're not really worried about anything else so anyway moving on number five and this is really important too is it resynchronizes cortisol levels to be more in tune with your 24-hour circadian rhythm. And again, not to go too deep into the weeds about cortisol levels, and I'll probably talk about that in the future at some point, but what it does is it helps regulate your circadian rhythm better. And there's not a ton of science there yet, but the thought is that by being in direct contact with Earth's surface is you're more aligned with the planetary cycle of being on the, being sun up to sundown, where your body is regulated and more able to function because it's in direct contact with Earth's surface. So you realize your body knows, okay, I'm in direct contact with Earth as morning, and then it regulates your circadian rhythm function to go throughout the day. And one key factor is cortisol. So when you wake up, your cortisol is highest in the morning. And as you go out the do as you go throughout the day, it kind of goes down. And then hopefully the goal is that when you go to bed at night, it's the, it's the lowest point and you fall asleep. When you wake back up the next morning, your cortisol is higher and it kind of goes down throughout the day again. However, the problem is in our unnatural environments that we live in and the stressed out lives that we live, people's cortisol levels are off the charts because they're stressed out all the time. They have a bunch of inflammation and stuff. And that's what really causes a lot of different problems in our adrenal systems and then just being stressed all the time. Well, earthing actually helps regulate the secretion of cortisol. So they did a study, and again, this is not changing anything else, it's just being grounded, is that it helped regulate 
cortisol, which help regulate our body's circadian rhythm so that we know, okay, I'm now more in tune with circadian rhythm. How many people have trouble sleeping and they stay up late and they can't fall asleep and then it's hard to get going the next day and they don't have energy for the next day? Well, a big problem with that is their circadian rhythm isn't in line with Earth's timing. So they're not going to bed at the proper time that our bodies are meant to and they're not waking up at the proper time that our bodies are meant to. And I'm not here to break down, okay, you should go to bed at 9 o'clock versus 11 o'clock. The most important thing is you get sleep. But there is certain times that our body is wired to fall asleep and get up in the morning. And when you are grounded, when you're in direct contact with the earth, you're going to be better able to regulate your cortisol secretion, which is going to be a big factor in how you're regulating your circadian rhythm. So thought that was really powerful and um, something that we kind of take for granted and don't really think about in terms of trying to manage stress, have more focus, have more energy. Um, but it's one of those things, it's kind of a root cause. And again, easy tactic, just go barefoot. Next thing is, is it reduces inflammation and pain. And if you're an athlete, I think everybody probably deals with inflammation and pain, but especially if you're an athlete, this is one thing that I've noticed that has been really, really big for me is the reduction in pain and the ability to recover faster. So again, I'm not an athlete at the level I was or once was in my life and competing on a national stage. However, I still train like that and enjoy training like that. What is amazing about earthing, and I wish, I wish, I wish I would have known about it when I played football in college because I would have been so much less sore and so much able, able to recover faster. And especially when you're doing a sport like football where you got to be able to recover either within a few hours or within a 24-hour window to get ready for a game or a practice the next day. I mean, the amount of recovery time reduction, and I'm – older now than I was back then is not even close. I almost feel better now than I did when I played football and I'm many years older. And I think one of the keys and things that I can point to that is the cause of that is other thing. And I noticed even since I had exited out of playing football into just training for fun and being part of my lifestyle, um, the reduction in time that it takes me to recover is amazing. And I think they did studies on athletes and obviously that's going to be more of a subjective measure um, in terms of pain and stress on your muscles. But I notice a huge difference. So if you're someone that trains a lot or is pretty active, or if you just train to be healthy, earthing is going to help the recovery time that you're doing, whether you're lifting weights, running, the amount of time that it takes for your muscles to repair is going to be affected by grounding and much improved. So definitely highly recommend it. And again, it's one of those things that's free and easy. And on to the last one, number seven. This is going to be the biggest one, I think, because it's the number one problem facing our world today. And that's it helps weight, weight management and glucose uh, stabilization. So earthing actually in studies helped with metabolic syndrome. And that basically just means Obviously, you go out, there's rampant obesity, rampant inflammation, and earthing actually helped with weight management. And again, this is independent of any other thing. So diet, exercise, anything like that. And it actually, most of the people that reported in studies, they had reduced cravings and reduced anxiety around food, of always needing food. Their appetites were more regulated. And I think this is, if you look at all of these benefits, 
it kind of, they all kind of go hand in hand where they're connected, where one you can lead, lead to the other and then link to the other. So like with improving electrical activity in your brain, that's going to make your body function better. And then you're not going to be as prone to overeat and you're going to be re reduced stress. So you see they kind of build onto each other. And they're all building blocks that kind of go hand in hand. And again, it's a domino effect. Um, but I think this is one thing. If you struggle with weight, man weight management or anything like that, it's going to help. And I know from a weight management standpoint on my end, since I've been doing this is, again, I have a very dialed in diet and exercise routine, uh, but I noticed that's, earthing is kind of like the icing on the cake in terms of blood sugar stabilization, weight management, all that is, again, it makes it easy. So all of the, the principle of earthing is it makes everything that you're trying to do to become better that much easier. So it's kind of flattening the plane and not making it an uphill battle where if you feel like weight is something you struggling you struggle with, you're always kind of yo-yo dieting or going back and forth. Earthing is going to, again, physically and uh, metaphorically going to keep you grounded to where it makes it easy to make the decisions not to overeat. And then you're going to notice that even if you're eating foods, and there's also reductions in like food allergies and stuff um, that I didn't really go into, but it's going to help with weight management. And again, it's not going to cure it. So if you're eating 17 cheeseburgers for dinner, everything's probably not going to help you lose weight. But if you're getting everything else in line, it's going to be one of those precursor and a foundation to help manage your weight. So that is it. Those were the seven ways that walking barefoot can change your life. And I know that was a little long-winded. And again, those all kind of go into each other. But going from here, how do you implement this? Well, this one, compared to some of the other stuff I talked to, is pretty easy. So all you have to do is get in direct contact with the Earth's surface. And again, I mentioned the minimum effective dose that you'll really start to see any sort of results is at least 20 minutes. Obviously, you'd want to be 24-7 grounded, and I know that's not possible in today's world unless you live in a third world country or something like that. But in the modern world, it's really tough to do that. So what I do is I have a grounding mat and you can go online and find them. All you do is you plug it into your wall socket and it just goes into the ground outlet and it simulates the same electro charge that the earth has and you can sleep on it. So at least you get those eight hours of sleep or however many hours you sleep grounded. Um, but during the day, if you can, try to make sure and get out. And you can also kill two birds with one stone because you can try to get out into nature, whether it's a park. I know that might be tough right now, given the virus going around. But um, as much as you can, get outside, get in nature. And if you are going in nature, just go barefoot. And again, you're going to kill two birds with one stone. So anyway, thank you for staying tuned. If you listen to the whole thing, I really appreciate it. And let me know in, your, in the comments and all that stuff if you earthed and what your results were. Uh, I'd like to hear feedback from everybody to see if you had any results and uh, had anything change after doing it for a while. And again, I think some people will be more affected from others depending on what your health level is and what kind of attention and detail you have. But anyway, again, my sincerest gratitude to you. Thank you for tuning in and I'll talk to you soon. Peace.